Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, where we help you turn your ideas into active and passive online income and showcasing those who are already doing the same. Welcome to another episode of Finding Freedom. My name is Lee, and today we're going to talk about working from home. Now, I know a lot of you are being affected by the coronavirus and are being forced to stay at home and work from there. Restaurants and bars are closed to people dining in. And a lot of people just don't understand what you need to do in order to work from home or is it even viable long term? And the answer is yes, it is. In fact, I've been doing it for uh, full time uh, over five years now and I have done it off and on for the last 11. So it's definitely a viable option. Uh, You can get more work done at home while working less hours. But let's just look at a couple areas in our everyday society where we can see jobs working from home. So affiliate marketers, people who promote products and get paid to uh, promote those products, those are called affiliate marketers. Animators, bakers, caterers or chefs, uh, bloggers, bookkeepers, child caregivers, uh, consulting, data entry, copywriting, event planning, grant writers. I mean, the list really does go on. I'm looking at a list here of over 50 work from home opportunities. Um, You can be a renter, a repairer, a stylist, a tax prepper. Even just becoming an expert allows you the ability to work from home and to use products like Zoom. But you can be a VA for the most part. And that's really what it comes down to is what jobs are out there that you can take and work from home or if you've listened to this podcast for at least a couple episodes you know i am focused on working from home as a full-time job creating your own income we're actually starting to see a little bit of a shift in the way businesses act and react we know big businesses want you to be inside their offices so that they have better control and they can manage you better. The problem is in society like today with the coronavirus, we're not able to do that or else we have uh, increased risk of either catching or spreading it. So what we need to do is figure out how we can take the time we spend at, at, at a job and do that from home. Now, admittedly, my place isn't actually all that big, right? We're running on about 850 square foot out here in Hawaii, which is extremely expensive, but not everybody's in this situation. Some people have bigger apartments, bigger houses, some areas of their house maybe not being used uh, to their fullest. They're just you know, being used as storage or a whatever room, a guest bedroom that just sits there. Um, but these are areas where you can turn into a home office, get more work done, and still have a separation between you and your fam. And, and I'm sorry, your uh, your work and your family. So, how do you work from home? Do you just go into a room and fire up the computer, start typing away, and then getting work done? Well. You could, and it's definitely how a lot of people get their day started. But for me, it's a little bit different. I know that if 
I want to work from home and I have a son who's always interrupting. I have to be focused, but I am not able to give it my 100% full attention uh, for most of the day. How do I get around that? And here's some tips to get around uh, the distractions and the distractions and the uh, ideas that are floating around out there that are just really bad practices for working from home. So let's get into this list. Number one, get started early. Now, this might be a no-brainer, right? But a lot of people will get up late because they think, well, I can work from home, I make my own hours. The problem is you're actually more creative in the morning and you're geared to doing more work. And when you get up early, that also means that if you have kids in the house that you're probably beating them and you're not getting interrupted all the time. Also, number two, pretend like you're going to the office. That means get up, make a cup of coffee, take a shower, get dressed. If you don't get dressed, then in your mind it's, well, this is just relaxed day. This is just something that we don't need to take as seriously. But if you don't get dressed, then you're, you will tend to fall into a slump. You won't feel as if you are working strong enough or hard enough. Um, and this is from personal experience. I had to force myself to get dressed like I was going into an office every single day. Now it's not so bad, right? Now it's, I, I throw on a pair of shorts, I throw on a hoodie. Um, we're good to go. But in the beginning, it really took a it took me getting ready every single morning, and if I didn't, then I was. Uh, it really was a. Um, it was a, it was a hard day. Um, choose a dedicated workspace. Uh, this is I kind of elaborated on a little bit. If you don't choose a dedicated workspace, then it's really easy to uh, mend or I'm sorry, meld the the home and the work areas and it makes it to where it's harder for you to leave your job at the end of the day and it's also harder for you to um, know which place is which uh, so choose a dedicated workspace that's where you do your work if you want to do anything else go to a different part of the house or a different part of the apartment don't just carry around your laptop sit on the couch and bang out some work because that's just going to make it all that much harder on you in the future right because once you start getting that habit it's really hard to break uh, number five don't stay at home now admittedly that can be an issue right now right with the coronavirus but it's good advice because don't stay in your home is uh, means just get your butt outside get some sun get Go for a walk. You know, if you're if you're having to social distance yourself, there's no reason that you can't at least go out in your backyard and walk around for a little bit and get 30 minutes of sun. This is very important on you because if you just stay in the house and you become reclusive and then you start to get stir crazy after a while and it's it's not fun. I've been there. Number six, make it harder for yourself to mess around on social media. There are countless apps out there that work on your browser that work on your phone that force you to 
work and shut down your social media, uh, your Facebook, Instagram, TikToks, Twitter. Uh, they literally shut them down so that you cannot access them. You cannot be distracted by them. For me personally, I put my phone on do not disturb, turn off all notifications, and I go from there. I mute Facebook. I mute everything else because I don't want to be in the middle of something and be plugging away and then get distracted by uh, a Facebook chime because somebody tagged me in one of their random chain letter posts, right? That's not something you really want to do. Number seven, commit to doing more. Now, in the beginning, I said you can work less time and get more done. And this doesn't have as much to do about focus as it does about interruption. You can control who comes in and out of your house. You can control who comes, uh, who calls you on your phone. You might not be able to control who's actually calling, but you can control whether you hear it, whether you answer it, and making sure that you separate yourself enough to where you can get more done. And I've seen people who work four hours a day get more than eight hour uh, employees so or get more done than an eight-hour employee and that just comes from time once you start getting better and better at this then you can do more and that, I think that's true with just about anything right number eight work when you are at your most productive now most of the time that's going to be the morning right so that's why we say get up early but <clears throat> that doesn't mean that that's the only time you're going to be the most productive. In fact, sometimes at night you're the most productive and that's okay. If, if you're a night owl, then the, during the day, make sure you're just writing things down that need to be done. Always carry around a, a, a notebook, but when everybody goes to bed, start knocking out some work. I mean, if you're, if you're a late riser, but you, you know, you work really great at night, that's okay. In the beginning, it's going to be a little bit more difficult because you're going to want to uh, work all the time. I've seen most people who are uh, night owls, they work all day as well, um, but you need to have that separation there. So work when you're most productive. And number nine, save calls for the afternoon. That means don't take a call, like get more done. Don't, don't worry about putting more on your plate until you've already taken enough off of it that you can start tackling more and more pro uh, projects. Number 10, focus on one distraction like a baby. And that's true. So if you focus on one distraction at a time, then you're not going to get overwhelmed, right? So if my son's crying or my son is acting up, that's one thing I need to go take care of right then and there. I don't need to just push it off. I just need to go take care of it. And we're done. We don't have to worry about that anymore. But if I have to worry about he's crying and people are at the door and I have to make breakfast or lunch and I have to do a hundred different things, well, I'm going to feel overwhelmed and it's going to take me even longer to get back to my job. Number 11, plan out what you'll be working on ahead of time. This is really a no brainer just because if you don't plan it out, then you really don't know what your day is going to look like. You want to try to stick to a schedule, some kind of liquid schedule, meaning it can it can uh, it, it can be flexible. And if you don't, it's it's going to bite you in the butt. It really is. I've 
for so many years, I, I didn't plan out what I was doing uh, that day, and I would spend all day, all night, just working and being busy, and that comes a lot from being an employee for so long. So plan out what you're going to be doing that day, and you should be doing that the night before. So the last 30 minutes of your day before you clock out, you should be writing down what your next day is going to look like. That way, when you hit the ground running, you don't need to stop and figure out what's next. Number 12, use technology to stay connected. And that's 100% true. Um, this list is from the HubSpot blog, which is a great blog to look at. And if you use technology to stay connected, um, like HubSpot does, you can keep things moving in the and moving forward. Number 12, use technology to stay connected. 100% true. Once you're done with the day, once you're done with uh, all the th important things you need to do, there's no reason you can't turn your Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, whatever back on and start connecting with other people again. This is the most important part of working from home because it can feel like you're alone. It can feel like there's nobody else out there to help you. And if you don't get some help, if you don't talk with other people, then that day gets really long and then you start dreading the next one and then the next one. And then eventually you're just that insider that doesn't want to come out of his office and you've got nothing else to do. It's really bad. Number 13, match your music to the task at hand. I personally am not a person that listens to music while I work, but that's not to say it's not a bad idea. Um, if I am listening to music and I am trying to build websites or trying to create courses, um, I prefer things that don't have any lyrics because for me, that takes away my ability to think about what I need to type and write. Uh, I can't listen to uh, somebody singing or, you know, talking and then also create something that is in the same uh, industry or the same sphere. So for me, I like uh, areas of like some electric music. Um, I like classical musics. I like uh, different types of music that are soft and then energetic. But if they have words for me, it doesn't work. But it's it's to your own liking but make sure you match it to whatever you're doing so if it's something that you need to be hyper and energetic for get some hyper and energetic music if it's something you need to be relaxed for get some relaxing music it's pretty simple number 14 use laundry as a work timer it's actually really good advice um what's a load is generally what 45 50 minutes so every time uh your laundry goes off Boom, you have a break. Um, now that's to say you're going to have a lot of laundry done uh, by the end of the week, but that's okay, right? If you're not, if you're working from home, you just need a way to separate yourself uh, from your job every now and then. Don't plug away three hours at a time and then expect to have a full day um, ahead of you, right? You'll get more done in, that, in those three hours, but at the end of the day, you might feel like, you didn't get anything done. You didn't take the necessary uh, or appropriate breaks that you really didn't need. Number 15, communicate expectations with anyone who will be at home with you. 
this is super important, especially right now. So I'm not sure if you can hear, but there's movement going around in our house right now. And it's because everybody is home from work right now with this coronavirus. And that's, for me, that's very, um, it, it, it's really hard for me to, to focus in on work. And I get very little work done when I have everybody around because I'm always on a call or I'm on a, a live or something where I'm just not able to have a lot of people in the background. But it seems like with even with me, it seems like I'm still able to get a lot done because I'm getting more and more used to it. And people are more understanding right now, especially with everybody across the nation, across the world, having to stay home and, and help prevent the spread of this, uh, this disease or this virus. Number 16, take clear breaks. Again, this is why you use your laundry as a timer. It's because you want to separate yourself from your job during the day for a brief second, you know, five minutes, maybe 10 minutes, just to get out of being super into it and then you start spinning your wheels. I found that if I work for 45 minutes and I take a five to 10 minute break, I'm actually more productive than if I worked for an hour straight or two hours straight. Um, I don't know why I tend to do that, but it seems to be across the board and it's not just me. Number 17, interact with other humans, right? This is, again, going back to the stay connected with others using social media. You need human interaction. We are social animals. Do not take that away from yourself. Make sure you have somebody that you can talk to. Make sure you have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of and not people inside the house. Those people inside your house are going to be geared and only going to be uh, rooting for you. A lot of times you'll find that you will have a confirmation bias inside of your own household. You need somebody with an outside perspective on your business. Number 18, prepare your meals the night before. Look, that should go without saying, right? If you want to be more productive in a day than taking meaning, uh, meaningless tasks off your, off your belt, is going to be huge. In this case, taking your meals off to where you can prepare them, you know what you're going to make, uh, you have all the stuff set out, uh, you have the meat thawing. This this is just, it's efficiency 101, especially with working from home. Uh, the more you can prepare, the more you're going to be able to, to succeed. Number 19, pick a definitive finishing time each day. Look, if you're at a job, you know what your time every day is to clock out. It's four o'clock or it's five o'clock or it's six o'clock or it's whatever. And that means that you need to keep that up during your uh, time at home. If you don't, then again, you could be spinning your will so much. You could be working late into the night and spending 16 hours a day on your job isn't healthy. It doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't do anything for your family. In fact, all it does is creates more stress in your life because once you get in the habit of 
work, 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 then that's all you know, and that's all your body and your mind can think about, and you have no separation. So pick a definitive finishing time each day. For us here, it's three o'clock, and I'm off the computer, I'm off work, um, I still have my cell phone, I still have my laptop around in case emergencies come up, but at three o'clock, I am done. And number 20, keep the TV on in the background. I wouldn't necessarily say the TV. I think the TV is a really great distraction. Um, if you have something on that's very important, like if you're in, uh, depending on what sector you're in, if you're in finance, obviously having something like a CNBC or some kind of marketing or, or market uh, TV channel on the back. But for the most part, I wouldn't have the TV on. I'd rather have music on just because it makes it... Um, it makes distractions a lot easier, and I don't want to be uh, distracted uh, all that much. I want to try and get as much done as I can and then focus on knocking out those tasks. And after that, then I'm, I'm good. We can put the TV on. We can put the music on. But, you know, we really don't want to be giving ourselves situations and putting ourselves in places where we can be distracted so easily. So... This is a list from the blog over at HubSpot, Productivity Tips, Working From Home. Uh, I will link this into the, uh, into the show notes. And I want to know from you, what are you doing uh, while you're working from home? What are you doing to uh, help make yourself more productive? What are you doing to eliminate distractions? What are you doing to take this time where we are separated away from our coworkers and separated away from society in general and making it work for you. So this is a list that I had found over on the HubSpot blog that is from people who are actually working from home and who are doing it successfully. And I'm not saying it's an all-inclusive list, but it's a pretty good list to start. But I really wanna know what are you doing? With everybody having to social distance, with all these issues at hand right now, what are you doing to stay productive? What are you doing to stay sane in this time of crisis? I'd love to hear back from you. Let me know in the comments. Shoot me an email. And I'd love to know what it is you do and how you are doing it and staying successful while working from home. So stay safe out there. And I will see you on the next episode of Finding Freedom.